Hello everybody, it's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to another episode of the Language Facilitation Helpline podcast, and thank you for tuning in today. Every action you take to help the late talkers in your life is important, that the fastest results come when you enjoy the process of language facilitation. Welcome to another episode of Language Facilitation Coaching. Our topic today is bullying. And we have seen this in the social media posts around on um, Facebook groups and Instagram and things like that. Parents commenting, parents saying that this is happening in their kid with their kids. So I'm going to share a few reasons that it happens and why it happens and things you're going to notice about bullying and the situation around bullying. And then I've got five strategies for when bullying happens to take action, ride through these situations and move forward and hopefully decrease it, stop it from happening. It's never going to stop everywhere because this is why we're going to get into it. Okay, so let's start here. Hurt people hurt people. This is it. Bullying is a behavior and all behavior is communication. And we do things, we say things, all of that stuff. If it's conveying a message, like I said, most of the things we're doing, especially if it's directed at someone else. So kids who talk also have challenges with accurately communicating their feelings. You don't have to be a late talker to have trouble communicating and not know how to use your words or not know how to use your words in a kind way. There's, remember, communication happens. Um, you know, it goes sideways all the time. And sometimes it's intended. I intend to communicate in a way to cause something to happen. And that's what we're talking about here. But even bullies, right? They have trouble communicating their feelings because physical and environmental or mindset trauma and or lack of confidence is the cause of bully behavior. You don't have to bully other people if you don't feel like you're needing to potentially unsubconsciously even defend yourself. And kids who are habitual bullies have habitual trauma. You just need to understand this from the beginning. What causes bullies is trauma. And it might be a one-time or typically if a child is you know, consistently being bullied, just like kids who are consistently being bullied. Bullies and bully, the, those who suffer, their victims, they both have things about them, patterns, habits, behaviors that cause them to be identified, right? We just did it right now. We labeled them. They're either a bully or they're a victim. And the reality is that, again, hurt people hurt people. And if you're hurt, you're going to look for the most vulnerable and lay talkers are vulnerable. So this is the first thing you need to understand when we're talking about bullying. Now, here's the other thing. Remember, we're talking about all behaviors communication. Aggression 
is the communication of armor, the physical. If you can visually represent what communication, uh, aggression communication is. Remember, because her people, her people. And so we know that people use this armor, aggression, physical, whatever, spoken, whatever kind you see. Because remember, all children, late talking or talking, are going to communicate using the language and abilities they have within them. They otherwise, they are not gonna. And if they don't have the ability to communicate it in a way that other people might perceive as efficient and kind and, um, you know, effective communication, then, it, like I said, it goes sideways. And what happens is more and more times, this armor protects the bully from being the one who feels put down or ignored because remember what there are there are archetypes of bullies right those that are you know taking from and aggressive towards other kids um and then those who are verbally because they're talking to other people like they're with a crowd those are solo bullies or leader bullies who are trying to get their um their self-confidence from other people right that's the gang leader bully and then those people who are just solo bullies they don't even have a gang that they can get behind them so they're even more traumatized right and the bully who's the gang leader one is relying on that gang to build them up and do their you know because look what i did and then when they give some smile or snicker or whatever when the bully bullies then they get their little self-confidence burst you know what i mean that's why again hurt people become bullies so there is always the potential this is what you need to understand that there are um to identify cries for help behind bullying communication now i know that a lot of you watching this video signed on because you're feeling bullied or your kids feeling bullied but on the waves of communication platform in order to help move through the things that we're feeling we have to understand why we're feeling them and maybe someone did intend to make us feel bad but remember we don't feel bad unless we choose to feel bad right bullying only works if we decide to be a victim so let's move on to that thought right here where victims like so let's talk about we talked about the bullies now and what's going on with their mindset now with the victims they always feel traumatized okay so we know the bully feels somehow traumatized and they are projecting their trauma out of them so intentionally i want you to feel as traumatized as i feel that's why victims always feel traumatized otherwise the bullying doesn't work right and there's the key one of the keys is bullying doesn't work on people who don't own that victimized, traumatized thing. Now, it's hard to ignore, especially when someone's projecting it right at you. But what is important here is to connect with them first, the victim first. Don't start going off and being the, you know, going addressing everybody else, right? Focus on the one who you can see right in front of you feels victimized and help them, right? First, 
immediately highlight their abilities because remember they can choose to feel victimized or they can choose in the moment of being bullied we all have the choice you have the choice of feeling victimized or you have the choice of feeling whoa that person is really hurt and they're projecting their hurt onto me and no thank you right now it's hard to make that choice we're going to get into the strategies later but realize that this is key because when you first respond to the bully your mama's instinct might want to be to go call up that other mama and start raging at them about what their kid did to your kid right but the first thing your first responsibility is to your kid the one that's victimized this poor victim right in front of you coming to you to complain to you or the one that you observe it happening to or yourself if you're feeling victimized because remember even people who talk perfectly well professionals doctors your mom your aunties the talkers on the street they all have the ability to communicate poorly <laughs> right based on their own trauma okay they all have the ability to communicate poorly and project their trauma out of them in fact it's habitual in a lot of people you know who they are in your life the bullies the bullies and you know if they're habitually bullies how to avoid them or whatever remember they have a choice of whether they can be a bully and you have a choice of whether you can be a victim okay so the first thing you want to do is empower your the victim that's in front of you to feel less victimized you don't have to feel like this you're strong you're brave you're smart you're whatever what they're saying is not true they're projecting onto you and reinforce their self-esteem and help them feel safe because remember when we feel victimized you don't know when it's going to stop when's it going to stop when's it going to stop i i'm victimized i'm the victim here right it stops when you choose with bullying it stops when you choose now if it's physical bullying then we have to get people involved with stopping that action it's always first but you know again you can turn it off la 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 as somebody's talking to you you can flip the channel on this video just like any time you can choose to ignore the communication that's coming at you but a lot of people don't know because they're so triggered by their emotions so let's get on with that but this is so you know as we process through these things i'm going to tell you what to do these are things you have to keep in mind okay traumatized late talkers are bullies okay if you've got a late talker in your world who is pinching hitting um yelling who is who is showing aggression aggressive communication behavior okay so these late talkers aren't pulling this out of thin air these behaviors <laughs> they're learning it from the people around them and they're not talkers they're non-verbal communicators and they learn non-verbal communication aggression pinching hitting ignoring running away shoving you putting their hands in front of your mouth they learn this from the people around them they learn it from other bullies okay if they have been bullied by other kids at school they could bring that home to you okay if they're pinching and hitting you that means that they have been traumatized by you and maybe they see trauma remember as being ignored their communication behavior i want this and you said no was ignored okay I get that maybe they you didn't want them to have that thing but 
if you just said no without letting them understand why the no came, they're going to turn it around on you and shut you down just like they feel shut down. Okay. And late talkers will become bullies if they feel like they've been controlled. If they feel like they don't have a choice of how they do things, eat, communicate, sleep, go somewhere, dress, behave, move. If they feel like they can't do what they need to do, they're going to start getting aggressive because that's bullying, not letting someone do what they want to do and helping them understand why it's not feasible, right? We can't let them do whatever they want to do. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm saying that it's a responsibility. With privilege comes with responsibility and with responsibility comes privilege. You can have this, but there are boundaries around it. And we all understand. And we're going to talk about that when we get in here. But if your late talker is showing aggressive communication behavior, we're going to talk about why that's happening. Okay. Now, here's the last thing that everybody needs to understand about bullying is bullying feels bad for everyone. Everyone. It feels bad for the bully too. It does. I mean, they seem to think okay, but the victim, just like the bully projects, the victim also projects their victimhood, their victimness, their sorrow, their pain, their anxiety, their trauma. Okay. And before you go running, like I said, to talk to the parents, remember that that offending child is also suffering and they need someone to help them overcome their trauma. They don't need punishment. They don't need someone to go yell at them more or control them more or take their privileges away more. They don't need more trauma. They didn't do anything wrong. They were communicating their feelings. And yeah, it wasn't a nice way to do it. And yeah, they wanted someone else to suffer because they weren't feeling it. And yeah, they did that in an aggressive way. But I can't say that's wrong because they didn't know any other way. They're crying for help, bullies. They're hurt. They're hurt deep, deep inside, especially if they're habitual bullies guys. Their moms can't in one phone call with you complaining about your victim child. They can't fix that without the strategies that I'm going to give you right now. Let's move into the strategies. If you're in the bullying situation, maybe you're being bullied by your lay talker. Maybe you're being bullied by the professionals who want to diagnose your kid with something and you don't want to do it. Maybe your child is being bullied at school and you heard it from the teacher or they're coming home with pinches and bruises or something. All of these situations, maybe your child is the bully. Maybe you're getting calls from other people about your child's communication, aggressive communication behavior at school, okay? It doesn't matter where you are in the bullying situation. These five strategies are going to help you because this is a together process. And if you want to be the one to facilitate through it, to help the hurt kids, the bully and the victim, they're both hurt. 
So here's how we're going to do it. Strategy number one, investigate, identify the people involved, the context of the situation and the exact communication that triggered the feelings of being bullied. You have to pull the emotions out of it for a second and put on your what happened here hat. Where did it come from? We're going to find it. We're going to find it in the process so we know where it comes from and we help those who are suffering so that they don't have to use this behavior anymore. And the first thing we have to do is take the emotions out. First, we address the immediate things, the immediate trauma, like we talked about before. But once everybody's calm, this is what we're going to do. Okay. And then what we're going to do next, number two, is you're going to have a conference. You're going to, one of my summer, who's my, who works with me and I worked with her child and she actually is on my team. She mentioned that at her daughter's school, this is their policy. Whenever there is a bullying incident, these schools that have zero tolerance for bullying, what they have in place is these plans that hopefully will address the trauma behind the bullying, right? That's what we hope they are because that's where it comes from. And what we do is you get everyone together in the situation. Now, everybody's calm. Everybody's felt better. Everybody's got their immediate whatever because maybe this is later. Maybe it's not right away because everybody has to feel better before we can do this because we can't have a conference unless everybody shows up with their willingness to confer, to talk about it, to have a conversation, replay. Okay, guys, this is what happened. Oh, look, you got triggered. And then together you get a super clear picture. This is what happened. And then this is what happened. And right after this happened, this happened. And right after this happened, this happened. And then this happened. And then, and then, and then remember the stories that everybody's telling you, uh, he did this and I did this and I was just sitting here by myself and he came over and I was just, right? All of that. This is what this is. Get it all out. Everybody's side of the story because everybody was there and everybody was traumatized all at the same time. And the trauma triggered more trauma, triggered more trauma and it blew up, right? That's why we're here having a conference because we've had an event. And so that's it. You got to get a clear picture of everyone's perspective. And then you're going to process it right there and then. Okay, your communication is this. I can see how that's conflicting. I can see how your needs and wants and your needs and wants couldn't be met at the same time. I can see whatever. You have to dig in and identify the trauma. This is where you do it. You call it out. Because the first thing we need when we're experiencing trauma, especially repetitive trauma, is you got to know where it is in order to stop it from happening. If you ignore it by just, you know, punishing the kid and saying, don't do it again, then the trauma comes back because the kids do it when they're triggered. Hey, I'm feeling a little lack of self-confidence right now. I think I'll go bully a kid and feel better about myself. This is what bullies think about, you guys. This is what bullies think about. And they think it's okay because they feel better. At least for a tiny little moment, they feel better until the kid cries and everybody does. And then someone comes and yells at them. But guess what? They get attention and they get focus and they get people responding to them then. And if in that moment, remember to cry for help, 
It's a cry for help. So this is where everyone's personal feelings and reactions, you talk about them. You hash it out. You talk about how I felt bad and I felt traumatized by you. And this is where old stories are going to come up. Remember when it happened before? Remember blah, 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 blah. This is how you identify the trauma. The old stories that caused the trauma that keep it, you hide inside, you keep it in your gut, you keep it in your heart, you keep it in your mind, rolling over and over. I'm feeling bad. I want to go bully that kid, right? Because the victims, they don't see it coming. They don't see it coming. It's this hurt person looking to project their hurt onto somebody to feel better. That causes it, right? There's nothing you can do to stop it except for process and understand why it happens with the bully. And the victim says, okay, if they contributed, maybe they triggered the bully. Maybe they, maybe it was combination. Like I said, maybe your late talker's triggering you and you're triggering your late. This is happening right now with one of the families in my program right now. They're like, I don't understand. My child's backsliding. All of a sudden she's pinching me. And then we talk about what's happening and they see how her behavior is upsetting to them and they can't stop themselves from yelling or controlling or ignoring because they don't like what they see and they think if they ignore it, it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. It's going to get worse. The child's trying to communicate. It's all communication, right? So hold on, hold space for everyone to get real and talk about what's going on in their heart. You must do this. If you don't, if this is the most important step, because then you understand where it's coming from and now you know what to do. Okay. So that's the whole thing. Okay. So number four, this is what you're going to do. You're going to make a contract. Now that everybody understands how things went sideways, you're going to generate win-win solutions. You need this. Remember somebody's needs weren't getting met and somebody was right. Somebody's needs weren't getting met and they went to go get them met and they pushed them on somebody else, all that stuff. Right? So you're going to create solutions and review the, how effective communication will work. Because remember all this started from people not communicating their feelings properly. They felt like they were controlled. They felt like they were not heard. They felt like they, they had no self-confidence. They felt like they needed to do something. And so they did it. And in order to cry for help, to get people to respond to them in a way that will help them feel better and give them connection and confidence and understanding and love. It's just love, you guys, that these kids need. And when you contract love, here's how we're going to love each other. Here's how we're going to help each other. Here's how we're going to respond to each other because we all got stuff, right? Yeah, Joey's sad. And it's not nice when our friends are sad, you know? Your lay talker is smart enough to understand this because especially if they were victimized, they understand what it's like to feel victimized. It's win-win. And we learn from it because we all do this. We all get triggered and then we all get victimized and we own the victimization instead of understanding that it's just somebody else's stuff coming at us. And that's what it is. We contract to not throw our stuff at other people. And we contract with ourselves that when other people throw stuff at us, we don't pick it up. We say no thank you. And we understand that that person is hurt and we offer them empathy instead of victimization, prosecution, punishment, and belittlement, more trauma. Okay. We don't want to create the cycle. We want to stop the cycle. And that's what your contract does. It stops the cycle. 
we see what's going on and we decide to do something different. Okay. Now let's talk about number five that I have, and that's the follow-up. Okay. Because trauma doesn't go away overnight. It doesn't go away in one event. It starts there. That's the door. That's the open door to let the traumatized individuals, both the bully and the victim, understand that everything's temporary. Everything's temporary. We can get over it. We can be friends. You've contracted love. So what's important now is to implement regular reminders of the love, the new contracted love in your everyday life. Remember how we talk to each other? You model it, you talk about it, you put signs up in the classroom. That's how places keep a bully-free environment, a no-bully zone. They contract love from the beginning. We have compassionate students at our school. We have compassionate family members in our house. We don't pinch each other. We don't need to. When we feel traumatized, we contract, we share our trauma and we decide, I, you know, what you're doing to me is not cool. And I need a different communication with you because I love you and I don't want to shut you out and run away from you. I want to connect with you. I want to be with you. I love you. We are contracting love. So follow up and make sure that the effects of the trauma will you know, they're going to come up over and over again. You'll see it over and over again. Habitual bullies, if one victim, they'll work through it, they'll try it with another victim to see if, in fact, you will still respond with kindness. They will do it again, even after you worked it out to prove that they can trust you, to respond to them with kindness when they lose control, because that's what they need. Okay. And the victim too. You got to follow up with the victim to make sure that they are self-empowering when other people throw their energy at them because they know what it's like to feel victimized and you don't want them. They also remembered those behaviors and how effective they were to make them feel so bad right? That's why lay talkers who are traumatized turn into bullies. They're very good at imitating nonverbal communication, right? So you have to follow up with both the bullies and the victims to make sure that they are empowered to control their own energies and not project it onto other people, which isn't kind. And when other people do it, when they're triggered, like I said, we all do it and they're going to do it. You can't beat them up when it happens. You just can't. You have to give them love. They're suffering. They're suffering. Hurt people hurt people. And kids learn it from who everywhere they learn it from peers they learn it from tiktok they learn it from the internet they learn it from youtube videos wherever and they learn it from parents they learn it when parents interact with each other they learn it when adults interact with each other on the street because remember bullies are everywhere and victims are everywhere so that's what i've got for you guys today as far as the Whew, what to do about bullying It is happening everywhere. I know it's on the increase. It's because all these people are triggered, right? Because remember, victims turn into bullies. They're all traumatized. And so if there is trauma going on, 
in your world. This is where you need to be aware of it. And what's great about what's going on this time of year, as we change, as we make changes, it's changing season. Kids are going to be getting ready to leave school, start summer holidays or winter holidays. If you're in Australia, it's going to be the seasons are changing and the environments are changing and people are changing and people's opinions are changing. And they're trying to decide how they're moving forward. I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I want to or not. And they're all got the past two years of restriction and control that we have all felt as a result of the pandemic. Because that's what it takes to control a pandemic is restriction and control of the masses. And so they put all these rules. They stopped schools. They stopped connections. They stopped parks. They stopped parties. They stopped the stuff that makes us feel good. And I think that's the other part of all this is understanding how you have enriching, fabulous, fun things going on in your life every single day, every single day. So. All right. Thank you so much for joining me, everybody. Just really quick, I want to remind everybody that coaching is available every Thursday right here on the Waves of Communication channel, wherever you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, um, and the replays go up on the podcast. So be sure to subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss any of the videos that I put out. And I have resources, so many resources available. The workbook, the 11-week language facilitation journey to speech. This is helping families worldwide. Whether your child is the victim or the bully, use this situation very much like I talked about today because it doesn't matter what situation you use to facilitate spoken language. You need to use them all eventually because your child needs to learn to talk about everything that happens to you. The good, the bad, the unexpected, the exciting, all of it is happening. And you can't pre-plan the, "Mm, I think my child's going to get bullied next week. I'll put that in my itinerary. You have to be prepared as a language facilitator to respond to every nonverbal communication you see, the sweet ones and the sour ones, okay? Because they're all communication, all behaviors communication, including bullying, including victimhood, including the facilitator. So you get to choose which one you want to be. Hopefully these strategies help you make the right choice for you and your family. And as always, if you need more information, if you want to be my client and have me hold your hand through the entire process, that is available for you. In addition to all the free resources, that's what I do in coaching. And you You can find out how you can book a call with me before you make your investment just to make sure that it's a good fit, that I'm going to help you solve all the problems surrounding communication in your household. And there's a lot of them and we get into a lot of it and I can help you solve every one in my lifetime program over time. We address them one at a time until I get you so good at being a language facilitator that you don't need me that you're good enough. Hey, Marcy's videos and and my workbook are keeping me on track and my child is making progress every single day. That's what's happening with the parents who join my Waves of Communication community because right now the environment is rich. They are ready. They have everything they need. The kids are excited and we're teaching them what they want to learn, how to talk. 
and how to not be bullies or victims because those things don't feel good. What feels good is effective communication. And that's why if it isn't fun, it isn't fun. Thanks for tuning in today. With a whole range of waves of communication resources, from free content to customized coaching, you now have access to everything you need to elevate spoken language to infinite success. You are welcome to get your journey started with my 11-week language facilitation journey to speech workbook. This tool is helping parents worldwide create nonstop language facilitation opportunities that elevate spoken language beyond even their own expectations. You can access this workbook and all of the language facilitation resources on my website, wavesofcommunication.com.